the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. Today I am joined with um, my co-host, Melanie. (laughs) BKA Charlie. It's hello, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Appreciate you for taking the time out of your day. Um, I'm really excited to record about this one. Um, This is... um, uh, a, a topic that I have experienced on a professional and personal level. Uh, we're going to talk about benching, uh, the theory of benching. Have you ever heard of this theory before or implemented this strategy? <laughs> so I think we should start the people off with the definition that we're going to be going by um, before we discuss like our experiences with it, just so that our followers can, or our listeners can um, follow along with what we're talking about. And I have a couple of definitions. Let me see which one I wanted to go with. Here we go. Uh, According to Urban Dictionary, uh, benching is when you like someone enough to keep seeing them, but not enough that you want to lock it down with them. So you keep them as an option while you continue to date around. I think that's a good personal or dating definition of benching. Right. With uh, that one being said, um, have you found success with this strategy? Um, I think that that is the best um, strategy for any single individual who, um, yeah, is looking to genuinely learn about themselves. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think dating, um, is when you're dating a multitude of people, when you're going out, you're experiencing, you're finding what you like, what you don't like, what makes you happy, you know, how you feel when you do certain things with certain people um, and what certain people bring out of you um, that may be good or that may be bad. Um, I love the tactic of benching. I think that everyone should practice it. Um, You should always have a starting five in rotation. Mm. It's important um, because just like I think for women, especially because when we invest time and energy into one person, um, we're left, I mean, with anybody, you're left disappointed if it doesn't work out. But if you are um, not dedicated to one person, if you're dedicated to one person, um, that person should be you. What do I like? Um, What makes me happy? Um, I think a lot of times when we're in a dating world, uh, we're pressured to focus on one person at a time, which just is too many people in the world to do that. Like, and I guess dating can be defined by different things, right? So like, what is, what do you, what do you, um, how would you define dating? Honestly, I think dating is um, an interpersonal relationship that you, um, from you know, you, you want to test to see if it's platonic or romantic. So you go on dates to, air quote, get to know someone. uh, And in that process, you find out if they are a connection that should be platonic, personal, um, I mean, personal, you know, romantic or platonic. To me, uh, you can take it in a professional direction. I agree. I think that was a great definition of it. Um, It's learning people it's experiencing things with people and seeing how it goes Mm -hmm. like that's what dating is 
absolutely. And dating is rewarding uh, because of all those things, because it's edifying. Uh, getting to know people uh, helps you explore their depths uh, in, in, different, in different capacities. Um, and, and that's really the experience of life, and that's how we learn. Uh, not just through our own lens or experience, but through the lens or experience of others as well. Yeah. Um, I think depending on what season people are in their lives, um, I think benching can look different, right? Mm. So like if I'm my younger version of, of benching was a lot more toxic than my older, more wiser, more intentional uh, self. Like my benching process now looks a totally, it looks totally different than what my college benching um looked like and I think it's important to understand that but communication regardless is an extremely important piece in using the benching method not saying like you know you're on a bench right now but you know being communicative like right now like I'm exploring my options you know seeing what's out there seeing what I like seeing what I don't like um you call my eye you call my attention and I really want to see where this goes but I mean I don't have a soul commitment to just you and you don't have the same what about ghosting um have you ever experienced in any kind of relationship where um you've either had to ghost or been ghosted um i wouldn't say i've ever ghosted anyone if i stop talking to someone i know exactly why i stopped talking to them so that's not ghosting that's them not taking accountability for their actions no i didn't say i'm done talking to you but your behavior showed me that you didn't deserve any more of my time um have i ever been ghosted yeah i (laughs) i i used to believe very strongly that i knew what i wanted so I, i guess i could say i came off a little aggressive um and I don't know. I guess it rubs people the wrong way sometimes, depending on who it is, to be honest. But um, I have been ghosted, and it's hurtful because it's like, what happened? Like, if that, just communicate. Like, hey, like, when you do this, I don't want it. Or, you know, I don't really want to be there. I, I think ghosting is so trash. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on communication. But it's honestly, the lack of respect that makes ghosting so bad. Um, it's the fact that someone doesn't give you the humanity to either confront you directly, explain um, out of what I feel is often a selfishness. I don't want to hear it, you know, and, and I, I definitely have experienced that myself. Right. So with ghosting, though, right? So here's another question for you. So is is ghosting, is the dislike for ghosting Hmm. Is is ghosting a way to not provide closure? Right. So do you feel like all relationships need closure? I feel that it's all about game. I think that's the way everybody operates, the ego. So if you feel that you have enough game that you can leave someone on the hook or in suspense or control them from a distance, um, that's your strategy. Um, and I I know it comes from a place of low self-esteem. Um, and I've definitely experienced that with, uh, you know, just in life, people that <laughs> that's all they're um, good or consistent for is displaying um, certain behavior, certain hurts, 
Okay. And so play, playing the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. um, because this is something that I'm trying to like really just teach myself and learn. Like, even though like I think that goes in is trash, is that not a form of communication by yeah, someone? Go, right. Mm-hmm. So technically they did communicate how they felt about you. You just didn't like it. You wanted to say your piece back. Is it because you're not able to give your response that that it's so trash? Well, I mean, what is that response? Because I've dealt with that too, where, oh, that's good, right? Like uh, someone gives you a trash response and you still, you know, you do have your, the effect. The fact that you didn't want to hear me and the fact that you repeatedly didn't want to hear me, the fact that you blocked me instead of hearing me, the fact that you, you get what I'm saying? When you, what is that? What is like, that's not letting it go. Um, or, or, or is it right? If I'm telling you, like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to see you on my, on my, on my live, on my feed. I don't want to, I want, I don't want you to have access to what I'm doing. I don't want you to call me. I'm communicating to you that I am done. Regardless of where you are in your process of letting the situation go, for me, the situation is done. Either you accept it or you get stuck. Either way, you can't get to me. What do you think? No? Do you, do you think that you, because depending on the relationship that there must be some type of conversation had? That's what you deserve. You're entitled to a conversation when someone is done with you. Well, no. I, I, I mean, in in all truth, no. You're clearly not uh, owed anything. Um, and, and acknowledging that, um, it's the it's dealing with the reality of um, one sidedness, which we've you know we've done an episode on that the implications of that, but like. Right. I hope I'm saying in the same thought. I mean, that's why it's so hurtful is that you get a chance. Um, I mean, I, I think I'm trying to see it from both sides, like the person that has has done the ghosting or has decided to end all ties without further communication. Like we have to get to the point where we respect people's boundaries. Like clearly that person is setting up the boundary to say, I don't, I don't want you to have access to me. And when you respect someone, you just gotta go, you know, if you've done something, you have to respect that and move forward and don't make the same mistake next time with the next person. I think getting stuck on someone or some situation is counterproductive. It's interesting that that's where our minds always goes. Um, I don't think we really mean that. That's kind of not even an arrogant thing to say, but say what for the next person. We don't care about the next person. What if the next person is your biggest enemy? Um, No, that's that's the point of the benching, right? Is that there should the next person was already in the rotation, so we we definitely cared about them already. That's why it's important to have that bench going on, that 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 starting five, you know, in rotation so that no one person can take you off your game if they have not let you know that, listen, I'm trying to solidify this. I want you to take retire to Jersey. That's what I want. If nobody's communicating that to you, then you should never stop dating tons of people. 
until someone is serious about commitment, like you're, I feel like that's a setup for hurt. Yeah, and I mean, just like the fact that the eternal, when you don't know how the reason why you have a bench or a five, the one person never learns how to get you. There's no way one person can learn you for giving yourself twenty percent. If you've got five. And maybe this person is the one you like the most. At most, you can give them 30, maybe 40%. You're still sharing. And I mean, it's a, I think, a cycle. Um, but when it's broken, can there be a reward? Uh, we keep talking about the epic failure of dating one person. Um, what, what, is the, what is the loss in not having distractions and having a pure relationship? It's the fact that it cannot work out. So you spend a year or more or years, but in Esther, which is what usually happens, you spend years with this one person without commitment. Do you have five years if you have five guys in that same one year, you know, 12 months, you're dating five guys, multiply Mm -hmm. 12 by five. That's like five years of experience. Yeah, but the rotation, like, if some someone isn't cutting it, like, it doesn't take you five years to know that this person is in it. Mm-hmm. You move them out of their rotation, you add somebody else. That's what happens. I feel like it's not about the point of the bench is to not give anybody 100%. Like, why? Why are you giving somebody 100% that has not committed to you? 100% goes to people that commit to you fully. Because if not, then you are setting yourself up to be hurt. And when I say you, I'm talking about you, the listener. I'm talking about you, the person. Like, if this is your story, if this is something that you can relate to, that you're giving 100% when you're dating, oh, I'm dating one person at a time. Well, you need to be okay with getting hurt and being able to move on and dealing with that. Because dating is a necessity to healthy, to a healthy relationship. Because how do you know how you like to be treated or what you like or what you don't like or how to effectively communicate if you're not practicing it? Exactly. In different styles, and uh, I think we've talked about this before too, which is nailed on the uh, on the head. Um, it's practice. Your relationship is a simulation. Like um, I've had a in the beginning of relationships where it starts out good, everybody's on their best behavior, and you practice what you ideally want, but it wears off. Um, in uh, relationships. That's one of the red flags towards the end. So you can know it's ending. Uh, but why is that? Why do we start off so honest, pure, great? Like we put our best foot forward and it's so easy. But then the first time they don't do X, we withhold that. Um, I think that was very specific. Um, <laughs> I think I'm not really familiar with that response. I think a lot of times when we meet people because they put their best foot forward, we excuse um problem A that we noticed or red flag A or red flag B or re- you know what I'm saying? And that's why we're dealing with somebody five years on the line that is just not for us because we refuse to to I to acknowledge that those red flags came because we liked so much the beginning. But the beginning is gone. We have to start accepting the facts. Like the beginning is gone ma'am or sir so you need to be honest with yourself and when you see red flag one address it communicate if you do not see changed behavior exit stage left immediately because if you're not changing in the beginning or you can't no this ain't even gonna work bruh or ma'am it ain't I like that alright um 
Interesting. Well, um, I just wanted to kind of uh, talk about those uh, things. I wanted to go back over uh, benching and expand the conversation a little bit um, because I think that benching, whether it's good or bad in dating, I think it can be toxic in different areas. Um, I think that professionally, uh, it can be damning, life-changing. And, you know, I've absolutely seen um, that professionally. And I think that it's a childish maneuver. I think that it can be fantastical. Um, If anyone doesn't know what I mean, um, we can look in the workplace and it's done all the time um, because someone needs either development or they overstep a personal boundary line um, or if it's uh, hazing, um, benching. Um, do you, are you keep, does that uh, analogy sound or ring true to you in any of your experience? Uh I think perspective has a lot to do with how we um, experience things. Mm. Um, And I believe that I, how I'm responsible for how I treat you. I am not responsible for how you take it. Yeah. And I think that we got to, be honest about that part. About how one takes it. Yeah, that like we 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 hold people responsible for how we take how they treat us, what they say to us, but that is really on us, right? Because like that's like if somebody walked up to Beyonce and was like, you know what, Beyonce, you're absolutely ugly and you disgust me. Do we think that she's gonna be affected by that? Sure, no. Not even for a second. Right. But that's the missing the mechanism of power and control. That's what makes it toxic. Um, where it's, um, but I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. You said, so missing, <laughs> repeat that for me. Missing the element of power. Um, the fact that the benching uh, is a result of having power over. Um, I can't stop her recording career because she's not cute enough for me um, if that makes sense um, I think it's it's like if okay so if I it should be overlaps of rotations right so if if my starting five wait a minute are you talking about professional benching or are you talking about dating benching they, dating benching <laughs> My my starting five should each have starting fives. Wow, it's a lot of germs. Um, that is it's like it's germs when you're dating. To me, if I'm dating multiple people, I'm not. I'm not having sexual intercourse. I'm not kissing everybody. Like that's nasty. It's COVID and it's STDs. Protect yourself. I think that's another. See, that's what we have to define dating. Like, and when you describe dating, nothing included germs so how do we get to germs right because there's more to dating for you than that than you described which is boom a lack of communication because you did not communicate that 
in the beginning, right? You left that part out. Oh, that if if I have five women, um, they're not going to hang around me if I'm not having a physical interaction with them for the most part. Unless there's, I don't know. That's very interesting. What? I don't see anyone if you're not having physical interaction with them, they're not going to stay around. I don't. I don't. I don't believe you, sir. For women that I'm dating. Yeah, if you're dating, dating, dating doesn't mean that you're intimate. I mean, like physically intimate. Intimacy is not just I hear, penetrating. I hear that. I hear that. Or kissing. I that's not a thing. People, so um, that's probably why that seems overwhelming. And you were, and you were, you were. Were you really dating them, or were you in a committed situationship? Those are different. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, I... right. Committed situationships versus dating. Is dating is like we're both on the same page that like. I'm not committed to you. You're not committed to me, to me. But sometimes I like to chill and experience things with you. And let's see where this goes. That's dating. So just situationships are, you know what? You mine. I'm yours. But we're not in a relationship. So you can't really dictate what I'm doing. But sometimes we poke each other. I think this is a, it gets to be an inch, a more interesting conversation because the scope of dating. Um, I I hate to say that I date, but obviously in dating, I see what the differences are and what that is. Um, you know, your dating situation is the, you know, your the female lawyer from Chicago or an eligible bachelorette from somewhere. Like, I, I absolutely date and I see where you're coming from with the whole not being physical thing. But I don't think anybody worth a damn is going to let you really get away with not giving them that much time in my experience. What do you mean time? Well, just like I said, I would, I'm not comfortable dating someone that I'm giving a share of time to if I'm dating two, three, four, whatever. Um, and the concept of venting kind of comes in. Um, mm. if, if it's a rotation by default by people you're gonna have a favorite i mean what, what you if not you're not learning anything you're you are the rotation right so so that plays into the part where like you have to decide for yourself like if i'm in rotation and this person isn't giving me the amount of t- attention that i want from them they're not gonna get the amount of attention i'm gonna lessen my attention towards them I'm going to respond with that. Okay, so now I'm giving somebody else more attention. I'm not going to be upset about it. Like, whatever, you're part of rotation. When I have time or when you have time, because I do like you. Exactly. I think chilling with you is cool. It can be that. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. Um, and it's not, I'm not going to have that much free time anyways, because I'm an adult. Like, I got shit, I got real shit to do. So it's not going to be a ton of time to spend anyways. So if I make time, then you're welcome. But see, I, I get you, um, and that's what the rotation begets, another rotation, um, it, 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 because it's affected by other rotations, and rotations affect other rotations, um, so it's really impressive how humans just naturally do things, isn't it? Like, um, kind of, yes. Yes, they affect each other, but people, it's, it's called a schedule, so like, Everybody's not working the same schedule. Everybody's not free at the same time. So yes, you know, the rotation, it may conflict some places, but maybe A is only free on Tuesdays and Thursdays. B is only free on Tuesdays and Thursdays, on Wednesdays and Thursdays. C is only free on Mondays and Fridays. 
like there will be some overlapping days, but there always will be days that you know one is free and not the other. Some people be free in the morning, breakfast, lunch. Like just my free time, like I could it could be just grabbing a lunch. When you really enjoy spending time with someone, it doesn't have to be this long out two, three hour event. Like it shouldn't be a task. It could easily be like I'm dropping coffee off in the morning, quick talk, boom. Like that's being part of the rotation. That's dating, like little snippets of time and experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like you're describing situationships and trying to pawn them off as dating. Bitch. Yeah, de- as dating. And I don't think that, and I think that you need to define that. And I think that, because that's, that's why I asked you to define it before we started talking about it, because I feel like that's another reason why you know relationships fail is because okay say we are communicating but if we're communicating but we don't have the same understanding of the language we're using then we're ineffectively communicating because if dating to you is like monogamy right i'm I'm solely focused on seeing where this goes with you but dating for me is having several people in a rotation but we're saying yeah we're dating each other but we have different understandings of what that word means like how can i be wrong that's not fair I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, incongruency. Um, like, like I keep saying, I personally just what works for me. I I can only date like one woman at a time, not because of a lot of reasons. Um, because that's your preference, sure, and that's fine. Yeah, and you just have to meet someone whose preference is just like that, yeah. and be okay with it, or meet someone who put you in a rotation and if you're interested in seeing how that goes just because you're solely dating them and they're dating 17 other people that could be a thing too you know it's all about your choice that's the point of dating like you are your main focus not the other person while i'm dating and putting people in rotation i miss charlie is wondering how what makes miss charlie the most happy like that's the point of dating Oh, I like when this happens. I like funny movies. I like going to the movies and laughing. Or I like cooking shows. Or I like, you know, or I don't like that. Or, you know, whatever. It's figuring it out. And under, better under my, understanding myself so that I can communicate that with my person. Right. And the craziest thing is when you bench someone um, for being an inferior player, right? They're not producing. And then they turn out to be um, the consistent um, do you think that there's like a uh, the equivalent of a franchise tag, a franchise player, someone that you keep around for the franchise, but they're not really your star? Does that make sense? Um, yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, you don't end up with that person right. unless you let them know that that's their role, right? Yeah. So, and that person, if they decide to stay with you, you need to decide that you don't want to be with them. <laughs> Either way, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Nobody wants to be someone's settlement and no one should want to be with someone who's comfortable being the person that someone settled for like that is a lot of insecurity that's just way too much for any relationship starting off (laughs) in my opinion no 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 your opinion is fine um and I, i definitely share that theory there's no way that you can respect someone who doesn't respect themselves um in any case ever for sure for sure um well, I appreciate your time. I just wanted to talk about that. There's so much um, we can offshoot on uh, benching. I just wanted to kind of go over a couple of those things because 
um, it's an interesting topic to me. Um, Absolutely. And I think that you can find success with the strategy, kind of like what you laid out. Um, I know for myself personally, um, that's just, it won't work for me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but absolutely. Um, do you have any? I, I have a question for you. How do you know that it doesn't work for you? Have you tried it? Absolutely. Um, ding, 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 ding. And there lies the point of the benching, right? That experience of knowing what works for you and what does not. Yeah. And I mean, you try to go back to dating. I don't know if you call it conventional dating or what, but um, yeah, it just, I, I I get it, and uh, I even threaten when I'm in relationships that, you know, I can build an Omegatron of five or six women and just be be set or satisfied in whatever capacity. But um, I truly, at this point, I, I'm not going to call it maturity. I'll just call it old age. Um, <laughs> I can't, I just can't keep up. It's it, I really don't like that strategy or that method. I think that it, um, I will share this. I think that it can hurt your strategy. I think it can break down your pivot. If you, mm. if you have three bad ones, like real ones that you can do something with, and you're not like really, you know, just living that life, right? If you're not really just, you know, really like your game ain't right, um, you're going to lose that situation. And I certainly don't have the funds or the energy uh, and certainly the desire to make it happen, if that makes sense. I hear you. I just want to touch on that funds, right? So, like, women are, yeah, we want someone that is financially stable. But, like, when we're talking about dating, it's about experience. I think that's what guys freaking, they not you're not ever paying attention to that word when we say dating is about experience but it's like i'll talk about this it's about the thought process like i want to date doesn't care about my experience that's why i deserve to bench them what do you mean about your experience it's not about what i want in dating it's about it's it's not about for their enjoyment no well yeah is that did they tell you that or is that an assumption? Have you tried to do some type of yes. experience, I, like I, something I, free? I know exactly like I just said, I know exactly the things that I want to do, you know, dates that I would enjoy, things that I think would be fair. And you tried and you tried it out and it didn't they didn't like They're it? Rejected. Yeah, they, it's rejected. I, it's not even an option. So with that being said, I just use that as a setup. Then, then that's not the person for you. Boom. Good thing she was in rotation. Take her out. Yeah. The game. Yeah, yeah. She's good. We can trade her. Trade her to a different team. Oh, she's she's signing and trading throughout the league. <laughs> it's all good. We're going to respect women's free freedom to whatever fluidity of their... Please keep up with us via social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Chubby Idris Elba. Season three has been absolutely amazing. Uh, our interviews have been uh, really impactful and real. So I'm just thankful to everybody and uh, any feedback that can help us get it right, get it better, is appreciated. Peace. Thank you.